Well, it's good to be back from vacation. I am revived, refreshed, and rested, and I'm eager for a new ministry year to begin. Today, I'm going to share information about our annual budget meeting, the upcoming ministry fair. I want to introduce the newest member of our ministry staff and give details about the celebration of life service for Cecilia Nelson. And finally, we'll close with a spiritual focus. It's Wednesday, August the 16th, 2023, and your Midweek Connection begins right now. have a couple of things to announce. Number one, the annual budget meeting is on Sunday, August the 27th at 6.30 p.m. Everyone is welcome to attend, but particularly this is important for our members to attend because it'll be your opportunity to hear about the many blessings we've enjoyed over the past year, to get an update on our financial status, to hear the ministry budget explained, and to ask questions and have your vote counted for its acceptance for the new ministry year. And by the way, uh, sample budgets or, or, or copies of the budget will be available starting this Sunday, and you can pick yours up either on the uh, west or east side. Now, child care is going to be available so that our young families can attend without distraction. Number two, serve, connect, be equipped. Now, that's what the ministry fair is all about. This Sunday, August the 20th, and next Sunday, August the 27th, our worship gathering will conclude at 11 a.m. so that you will have time to explore the many opportunities for ministry service at TMC. The fair will be held in the Mission Cafe, and the major ministries of TMC will have tables with information and personnel to answer your questions about their respective ministries. Now, TMC Kids will continue ministering to the children uh, until 11.20 so that parents have a chance to check out the many opportunities. But we do ask that parents be ready to pick up their children at 11.20. Now, for those who have, are already involved in ministry, thinking that, you know, the ministry fair really has nothing for me this year. Well, that's fine. If that's where you are, then why not linger for a bit in the worship center and fellowship with others who were lingering there as well. Number three, administrative coordinator. Uh, several weeks ago, I announced that Ellen Fisher was stepping down from her position on staff as the administrative coordinator. Again, I wanna say I so appreciate all that Ellen brought to the table that helped us to successfully accomplish our mission over these last five years. But now, we have a new administrative coordinator to introduce, and she is no stranger to the Mission Church. Her name is Zan Taylor. Uh, Zan has been a member for 28 years, meaning this goes all the way back to our days as First Federated Church. Uh, she's been involved in the church in many different ways, most recently in our Wednesday night ministry to children through Awana. Now, Zan is a high-energy, <laughs> enthusiastic person 
who knows no strangers, and I am excited to have her join our ministry team. Zan's going to begin her tenure with us on Monday, August the 21st. So I say, welcome to the team, Zan. Finally, number four. One of our senior saints, Cecilia Nelson, graduated to heaven on July the 29th. The Celebration of Life service is scheduled for this Thursday, August the 17th, and a luncheon will follow the service for those who attend. And so I want to encourage you to attend that service and to attend that luncheon with those who remember her life as well. Well, that does it for this week's announcements. Now, our spiritual focus. Well, during the midweek connection, just prior to the beginning of my vacation, I shared an idea that I had for some upcoming spiritual focuses. <laughs> questions for the pastor. You know, if you're like me, there are times when questions arise in your mind that you would like someone to respond to, but oftentimes we don't actually take the opportunity to ask the question. Well, with that in mind, I invited you to send me any spiritual, theological, doctrinal, or TMC-related questions that you might have to see if I might be able to provide a helpful response. Well, right away, I got four questions, and I'm going to begin to respond to those in the order in which they came starting today. But I want to extend the invitation again. If you have questions relating to the topics that I mentioned, please send me an email at the address that you see there on the screen, and I will take it in order and seek to give a response in an upcoming midweek connection. As I said before, if I cannot provide a satisfactory response, then I'll let you know via return email. Okay, so the first question uh, came through a couple who are new to TMC, and I found it quite interesting. And here's what they said. Quote, we were in the service on Sunday. Now, this would have been three or four weeks ago. And we were singing a praise song, a praise and worship song. The words, quote, get up and praise the Lord were sung, end quote. And my wife, my, my wife and I looked at each other and said, quote, let's stand up, end quote. But we didn't. They go on to say, I assume that it would have been okay to do this, but we didn't see anyone else stand up, end quote, for the whole question. Okay. Well, thank you for that question. First, yes. If the lyric to a song says, stand or lift your hands or shout to the Lord or clap your hands, it would be perfectly acceptable to respond in that physical type of way. You know, it's interesting, many times over the years, I've had people tell me that on a particular Sunday, in a particular message, uh, they were moved and they wanted to shout amen, or they wanted to say hallelujah, or praise God, or preach it. <laughs> but, of course, they didn't do it. I always respond to them by saying, well, listen, you're free to respond in that way if you feel the Holy Spirit is prompting you. You see, our worship gathering is not supposed to be just a one-way street. Only the front, up-front singers sing and only the speaker speaks. Now, with that said, there can be an overdoing it 
that becomes a distraction and not a blessing. And the Apostle Paul warns us against that in 1 Corinthians 14, 40, when speaking of worship in the church, he tells us that all things should be done decently and in order. So, yes, without regard to what others do or don't do, it is acceptable to respond in a physical way, to stand, to clap, to lift your hands, to shout during our worship gatherings. To see that this has a biblical basis, I want you to look with me at Psalm 150, beginning with verse 1. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. Praise Him for His mighty deeds. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with trumpet, with trumpet sound. Praise Him with lute and harp. Praise Him with tambourine and dance. Praise Him with strings and pipe. Praise Him with sounding cymbals. Praise Him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Well, as you can see, there are a number of ways in which we are invited to praise and to worship the Lord. So, with that being the case, why is it that in so many churches, and TMC would be one, that we don't see much physical demonstration taking place in our worship gathering? Okay. Well, I do not believe that it is due to a lack of love, respect, excitement, or worship of the Lord among our people. And I do not believe that it's because people think that it would be wrong or that they believe that I or others would frown upon their dem demonstrative worship. Uh, more than anything, I believe it's because most of the people, and there are exceptions in our congregation, but most of the people have never been in a church where people were, uh, how should we say it, more demonstrative. And so, there can be an uneasy feeling about allowing what's going on in their heart and soul to come out in their feet, their hands, and or their uh, verbal expressions. Now, to be clear, I, I don't believe that there is an uneasiness among our people when someone else does it, <laughs> but an uneasiness to do it themselves at times when they feel a prompting in their own soul. And, you know, since true worship is a matter of the heart and not of outward physical acts, uh, I really don't feel it a good thing to try to drag the people against their will to offer physical acts of worship because those acts in and of themselves are not worship if the heart is not already there worshiping. But given this opportunity because of the question being asked, I want to go on record by saying that responding in a physical way to worship that is taking place in one's heart is not only acceptable, but it's biblical. So if we're seated uh, in our worship gathering and we're singing a song and the lyric of the song talks about standing, well, why wouldn't we stand? If it speaks of lifting our hands or lifting our voices, why wouldn't we do so? You know, Scripture gives us the freedom. And we should not allow the fear or concern of what someone else will think to impinge on our physical response. So, to the couple asking the question, 
The next time that you hear a song that encourages you to stand or lift your hands or shout a praise or even bow before the Lord, know that it is acceptable at TMC and that when prompted by the Spirit to respond in such a way, you are encouraged to do so. Well, I hope that this response was helpful. I think now we'll take just a moment to turn our hearts uh, toward prayer. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for um, our church. I thank you for the hundreds of people that you have brought here who love you, who are desiring to grow in their faith, who have a true desire in their heart to worship. And I pray that in the coming weeks, months, and years, if you give it to us, that we would grow in our ability to worship, not only from the heart, but also from the mouth and the hands and the feet, uh, that we would not be ashamed or, or, or afraid to raise our hands or to dance a little or to, to even bow before you if your spirit is leading in such a way. But also, may we not put stock in those things as though they are the act of worship itself. May in our hearts, uh, may you be enthroned and may you be have first place, and may we seek to honor you in all that we do for your glory and for the benefit of others, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, well, this Sunday is the fourth message in our series titled Family Discipleship, and Pastor Adam is taking over now, and he'll bring the last two messages. This Sunday, he'll bring the first of a two-part message titled the right steps. So I hope that you'll be here and continue to learn about family discipleship. Also, just a reminder, in two weeks, September the 3rd, we kick off our new expositional preaching series through the book of Revelation. And I'm looking forward to that, and I trust that you are too. Well, God bless, and have a great week.